Hello, and welcome to the Unqualified Culinary Critics. We are a local Vegas podcast that celebrates food and culture. Join us as we talk about our food and cultural experiences, and we do hope that these stories connect in some way to each one of you as well. Today, we got a treat for all of you. Since we're still in the winter season, we thought we'd talk about cacao and its benefits. And the best way to talk about this plant is with somebody who knows a lot more about it than Victoria and I do. So joining us from the local nonprofit, the Love Yourself Foundation, we have founder and director, Monica Garcia. Monica, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be here. What would you like to talk about for um, the Love Yourself Foundation? Because not a lot of us are very familiar with your organization. I work as part of a assistant for writing and blogging, but we would like to know more about what is it that this organization offers for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So the Love Yourself Foundation is a nonprofit based in Vegas, in Las Vegas, Nevada. But we have an online platform, and the idea is to be able to help people um, no matter where they are. Uh, and I'm, and from the beginning, it was always a priority of mine to make sure that we could access uh, people no matter where they were. And so the Love Yourself Foundation, uh, our mission, it's in the name, to help people embrace themselves, to love themselves more. But we carry the conversation a little further. Uh, we also help people understand that by loving yourself more, you can have the capacity to love others more and to also have a healthy relationship with Earth. Uh, my background before starting this organization uh, was primarily in environmental uh, sustainability. And um, later on, through my own mental health journey of understanding a myself through a deep depression, a deep, deep anxiety, panic attacks, um, a near-death experience back in 2017, it really made me look at the state of the world in a completely different, from a different completely lens, completely different perspective. Because for most of my life, from a very young age, I spent a lot of time trying to get people to just change their habits to treat the planet better. And while I did very meaningful and rewarding work, uh, when I reached that wall within my own self, it definitely made me have more compassion and understanding uh, for the rise of mental health issues globally. And then I just started to look at the stats and, and, I, and, I, and I studied environmental science and sociology in my undergrad. And I was always very fascinated with the human connection to the planet and more specifically the modern human because the modern human a lot I'm not going to speak for everybody right but a big percentage of humans today live very very disconnected from earth it's almost like uh, we have forgotten right that humans were also a species of this planet therefore we're you know we're animals too and uh, we have just a different way to operate and this modern way of living I find has, uh, again, separated us a lot from the natural world. So long story short, when I started looking at the stats, I said, oh my goodness, I think there has to be a connection here with the rise in environmental degradation, rise in mental health issues. And from that point forward, I thought, well, how can I expect people to treat the planet better if a lot of us are struggling to treat ourselves well and to know what that even means? So from that day on, my, my mission became more to help people 
on an individual level and then to connect the dots from there. And so through my own journey and my own understanding and way of seeing the world, I, I started to put energy into that mission. And um, yeah, back in 2017, I, I decided to start this and it took about a year. And then in 2018, I, I launched it. So that's like the origin and, and a little bit about the origin of the mission and, and how that was developed. Yeah, it's, it's a really good story to hear. Like just, just hearing about what led to its, incep- its inception, it does, um, it, it is kind of sad that we are like disconnected from each other. And then it is important that we have to kind of find ways to kind of like reunite and just reconnect with each other. I think reconnecting is the better term compared to reuniting at times, but um, for, for purposes of this conversation, it's, it's more reconnecting. But one of the reasons that I joined the LYF, uh, Love Yourself Foundation, is because I wanted to know a little bit more about taking care of myself in a positive manner, because I will admit I'm not a very positive person, and I would like to change that. So learning from this organization and helping me improve myself as an individual is something that I am still working on. And I, I, I enjoy working with LIF. It's a it's a good a good organization. We are real. Um, everybody here is really trying to spread self-love and positivity. And that's something that a lot of us need nowadays. So I give my my applause to you and to everybody involved in this organization because it's something that everybody I think should look into a little bit more if they need some assistance with like mental health, like just resources and positivity, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate those words, Ashley. And uh, it always means a lot to me and to the others that we've been here for a little while with it. And uh, so it makes me, again, very happy to hear how it's helped you and also the work that you've been adding to spreading the message. Thank you. All right, so now we're going to be talking about cacao. And uh, I know that the reason that we bring up cacao is I know that when we had a meeting like about a couple of months ago, you mentioned how you love to talk about cacao. And I feel that this is a good platform to let you discuss about that. So what are some things that you want like to discuss, like the benefits, et cetera? Like we, we don't have to do like a history lesson, but just more of what you love to talk about so that people can be more aware of the benefits of cacao or cacao in general. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the opportunity um, to speak, speak on it. And then uh, I would say I'd classify myself as a cacao enthusiast. Um, I'm definitely not an expert, but I would love to eventually one day uh, start to facilitate cacao ceremonies because cacao has helped me so much in my own healing and, and understanding of myself. Uh, so cacao essentially is the raw form of chocolate. Uh, it is where all, you know, all those Hershey kisses and, you know, you name it, that's the origin. Um, cacao in its rawest form is quite bitter. Uh, so, you know, a lot of folks are more used to chocolate getting sweetened and so that's a very very watered down version honestly of of what really of real chocolate really is um mm-hmm. i'm sure maybe some folks have seen dark chocolate and and if you look at the wrap at the wrapper it'll say oh um 70 cacao or you know it'll give you that that breakdown and especially when if you're purchasing dark chocolate 
I definitely see that more like at natural food stores like uh, Whole Foods or, or Sprouts or places like that. And nowadays too, even cacao, you you'll now in the in the raw form, uh, you can find it in in powdered form. And a lot of times too, people will use that now in smoothies and 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 all that. So there's so many ways really of consuming it. But the way that I've been grateful to have been able to get to know this plant has been ceremonially. Um, so traditionally, indigenous uh, in, indigenous traditions uh, will use the cacao um, as a way to to help promote healing um, on an individual's level. And so maybe some people maybe have seen like tea ceremonies and like Japanese culture among others. But uh, it's kind of on the same idea, right? It's, it's actually taking a pause and, and honoring the plant for its benefits and being very intentional uh, with it. And so when I've had the opportunity to, to sit in ceremony, um, you will drink the, the cacao um, and it'll be prepared differently depending on the facilitator. But usually it, you'll, it'll be like that bitter tasting. On In some instances, uh, I've had facilitators maybe add just maybe cinnamon, little things to kind of make it a little bit more subtle, to could be more pal- palatable, uh, especially if you're not used to drinking it. But there's usually a meditation involved, and then you will consume the cacao prior also to entering into the meditation. And many times when I've sat, um, it'll be paired with, a sound bath meditation. And with sound baths, what that is, if maybe people that are not aware of that, it's uh, seeing bowls or Tibetan seeing bowls, depending on the facilitator. And that's, a again, a traditional way of inducing uh, meditation with instrumental. And then adding the cacao, um, energetically speaking, is said to be a heart opener. And so when we say heart opener, it's referencing our chakra system. And um, if, again, if, if that's not um, to go a little bit further, the chakra system is the energetic openings that we all have, you know, for those of us that are attuned to, to seeing life too from a more energetic standpoint. So anyway, uh, the cacao is said to be a heart opener. So it can be a very gentle way for somebody to be able to have a more deepening experience with their body and their emotions while they're entering the meditation and then mixing it with the instrumentals of the seeing bowls can be a very gentle way of feeling emotions that maybe um, have been challenging. And through the sound bath and ceremony, it's an opportunity to release maybe any stagnancy or anything that, that maybe the person has been holding on to. I've had countless times where I've been in ceremony with cacao and meditation like this where I have just cried. And a lot of times not even really understanding, you know, where exactly, but just that trapped emotion that was stuck. And through the meditation, through the music, through the cacao, it really helps one to get tapped into your body and and really release that stagnancy. And then apart from energetic benefits, there are physical benefits where um, it's also just that a lot of times people will eat chocolate because of the natural mood enhancer it can be, right? So there's that benefit as well, where it can help release more oxytocin and 
those feel good vibes, right? That that we all like to feel, especially if one is going through an episode, let's say of a depressive time in one's life, introducing a little bit of cacao every day can be quite healing. And of course, always check, you know, with your doctor or your your healthcare professional just to see if hey this is something that I can be inducing but again and it and it's it's a typically it's quite good for an individual but again always check yeah that sounds really good i am kind of curious to know about the ceremonies you did describe them in detail but my question is do they have those a lot here in the valley or did you have to travel elsewhere to do the ceremonies So I honestly, funny enough, the majority I've done uh, that I've done and participated has been in Vegas. I've done one in in California and and the LA area and and Venice Beach, but the others always in Vegas. So yeah, there's quite a few facilitators um, in town that will do this. And there's also definitely people that have been that traditionally, like in their lineage, like this is something that they have grown up in. I've actually haven't had the opportunity to sat with one of those facilitators where it's it's part of their culture, but I have sat with other facilitators that have learned and sat and pay very good honor to the tradition and, and honor the ceremony where it comes from and, and then they facilitate. Okay. Okay, because like it's, it sounds really interesting to be involved in that kind of event. And it's kind of, I'm just kind of curious, you know, like you already mentioned, like it, it does surprise me that a lot of the ceremonies that you took place in or that you participated in, I mean, is here. Like, are you allowed to say if they're like give shout outs to any of the facilitators or they have to go nameless for publicity and stuff? I know, I'm sure I could definitely mention one. Uh, her name is Danny uh, Fitzpatrick. On Instagram, she goes by, I believe this is, this is still her her handle, uh, Desert Moon Yogi, I want to say. Um, I can also verify that, but I, if my memory serves me well, I think that is her handle. Uh, she does a lot of different events in town and different like um, ecstatic dance events. She'll do various meditations, sound baths, and mixing it with the cacao. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And then, like, do you have to be licensed to do that, or it's it's okay? So for the cacao itself, um, I would say it is something that you're taught right? If you're under a mentor or you've, like I mentioned, there are facilitators in Vegas that um, it's just been in their bloodline. Um, So as far as I know that I'm sure there is like, there's probably a course, you know, there's, there's uh, certifications or retreats to attend where you can really get more of an immersive experience. But from what I, my knowledge to a lot of times cacao um, it's almost if you've sat with it a lot, eventually, if you end up feeling that calling to, hey, I'd like to lead. And at that point, it's like another part of the journey, really, to understand how to honor the plant properly and, and how to lead a good ceremony at that point. That's good. Yeah. The, the main idea with cacao is, and like any other plant medicine, and then when I say plant medicine, it's I, typically, I mean, that'll be used more for plants that could induce like 
psychedelic experience, right? But in this term, like cacao is a medicine as well. I mean, any any plant really is that, right? If if you're um, drinking green tea or you know any of that's there's reasons why we drink these things or eat these things because there are health benefits. And so with cacao, it's the same thing is that it offers a lot uh, to a person. And the big thing is just giving it its respect, especially in now, you know, unfortunately, uh, the plant has been used so much by corporations. So there's Mm -hmm. that idea too of like learning about cacao, not only to help yourself, but to really pay, again, that intention and our respects to how amazing this plant really is. And to celebrate it and to give that intention, I think is the, one of the most important aspects if you're being led to try the cacao and take it in a ceremonial way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is one thing that I, I would like to share. I am steering a little bit away from the ceremonies. When I'm in the Philippines, because I'm, I'm Filipino myself, we have some cacao that's being grown where my mom grew up um, in the area that she grew up and. I've had the opportunity to actually try the cacao in its natural form, but mm. they would have to harvest it and then they would um, fine ground it to powder. And then I would drink the hot chocolate and it's it's really good. Like just, just add some milk, but there's no need to add some like natural flavors because it's already like naturally flavored, you know? So yeah. it's it tastes really, it tastes really good. Sometimes I'll I'll drink it during the winter time so that I can, you know, keep me warm. And just when you're talking about the benefits of it, it's it's really good because it helps me with my um my mind. It helps me. It's like a superfood, basically. And I, I believe it is. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, so you've had that exposure and then you've seen in its raw form. And that that's amazing. I, I've, I had the honor to see it. In Costa Rica, actually, I saw the the tree, and and it's so it just it looks like a reminds me of like Willy Wonka, just the way that it looks and how big the the actual seeds are, and it's it's amazing to be able to see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen pictures, but I like I don't really rem- I just kind of like want to make a minor correction. Like I I have like tasted it, but I haven't really like I've seen it when it's prepared where they would ground it and then they would mold it into like I guess like a really small not really small but like a uh, short cylinder like kind of um, object item and then we would just like put it into the pan and then or the pot I mean and then it would melt and then we would put milk into it I haven't really seen much of the plant itself but when I go back to the Philippines in the future I would like to look more into that like look at the plant and just see like wow what I'm drinking it came from this beautiful plant yeah yeah that's that's wonderful and then I would say too if people are interested in and trying definitely always look out for sustainable ways of purchasing the cacao Mm -hmm. uh especially I mean if you can find it in it in its powdered form in these natural food stores and usually it will be fair trade but I would say definitely keep a lookout for that and I know that there's different distributors that will work with a community one of the countries that produces the cacao to where it's fair trade and it's very like a door-to-door type of thing where you know it's really supporting that community and it's also being sustainable sustainably harvested Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. agreed yeah do you have any um, like recommendations of 
any brands that are you know they, they actually treated the cacao right and not just like corporations well we're not going to um mention their names just for the sake of the podcast we're trying to promote positivity and for the record this episode isn't sponsored but we are asking like do you have any recommended brands that that's your go-to like what do you endorse like the brand like the product itself like which ones do you like i mean yeah, well, it's ceremonial grade. Um, I can definitely give you that information later, Ashley. The ceremonial grade, based on what my friends that have facilitated, what they have used. But then there's a brand at, like at Whole Foods where it is the powdered form. But right now the name is escaping me. But I can get you that information, and if you you know want to add it, the information somewhere on the show, then by all means, but I can get you that information. Thank you. And then do you have like any recommended places here in the Valley? Like, do you know any places here, any local places? Because we're promoting local restaurants as well that serve the cacao in its natural form, maybe as hot chocolate, but et cetera. That's a great question. And at least in my knowledge, um, I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I have not. And I frequent a lot of like the coffee shops in Las Vegas, like the local ones. Um, so like I said, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, that's something that I, that I haven't seen. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. But, uh, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Cause like, I, I haven't seen any eater cause the yeah. cacao I get would be from my family, but yeah, I, I was just kind of wondering. Yeah. I do know that at least there's cities like Austin, Texas, where, um, and it's, I feel like it's kind of starting in Vegas where. There is a push for non-alcoholic beverages to be at bars and also for non-alcoholic bars to start opening up. So I know from what I have heard from people that have spent time in Austin, that's becoming, I'm not going to say completely mainstream, but I do that there is like a push for that. And I have come across some of that push in Vegas too. Because the cool thing about cacao as well is that it can make you just feel like that, you know, like after we drink coffee, it's like you get that little euphoria as well. And so there is those effects with cacao too. And it gives you a lot of energy, right? It's because it is that raw form of chocolate. So um, some folks that maybe are transitioning from drinking alcohol um, may actually turn to cacao too as a way to start weaning off the alcohol and um, and then you know cacao has a lot of benefits so um, there I have been seeing that push too yeah and I mean mm-hmm. in speaking of benefits because I did pull up a site and this is um called WebMD and they're talking about like the benefits like what is the cacao and then you know um the additional important stuff that you had also mentioned. So like one thing that I've heard about cacao and its benefits is that it lowers the blood pressure. So I've heard, and I'm kind of paraphrasing from the article that it improves the blood flow to um, the brain and the heart, and it also helps prevent blood clots. And that right there is a great thing to hear because, you know, people stress a lot and for many, many reasons. And just hearing that cacao the cacao powder in particular would do that is just something that it makes me want to drink cacao right now because I, I've been stressed for some other for other things but just knowing about how how much an effect that it does to to my blood pressure would make me want to drink that but in moderation of course and then 
talking about like it reduces diabetes, the risk of it. Um, they also mentioned that they need to do some more research into that, but it also reduces the diabetes risk, uh, inflammation. So um, like it may help reduce it. It yeah. does help out with that. And then the stress part, which I had just mentioned, and then cognitive function, it did help me with my cognitive performance, my behavior. I would drink that, especially for school, so that it can help me perform better academically and individually overall. But yeah, th those are just some of the things that Cacao has done that has yeah. helped me and just hearing that stuff. But would you like to add more to that? Um, I think I think that covers it. Yeah, no, it's nice to thanks for pulling that up, too. And I think we've given a, a nice little overview on it. And um, I have so much gratitude for Cacao. It's really, really, really helped me a lot in my life. And um, especially last year, I, I sat in ceremony many, many times. And the great thing about cacao, too, is that it's not psychoactive at all. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's it's really gentle. I find it. It's very gentle and uh, it really lets you surrender to your emotions. And, uh, and of course, ceremonial dose will be different, right, than if you're just drinking a little bit in your day to day. Right. So there's that differentiation to make, too. I also met many people, too, that will switch to cacao if they want to stop drinking coffee. So that's another alternative, too, to coffee that I've been seeing. That's good. So you're mentioning, like, it's an alternative to coffee. I understand that both of them have some form of caffeine in them, but what is something that would help the cacao stand out over coffee overall? Because I, 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 some of us don't know, and I, I don't really um, know, but what do you have for that? Yeah, I think from my perspective on it on the reason why some people will switch over given that they both do give energy right I think it's just the the level of caffeine or the level of a person's dependency too so I really do think it, it just might be a thing of what a person might prefer so I think it comes down to that now other specifics um I can't give you right now but at least in my experience, when I've seen that switch happening, that seems to have been the main reason is just to reduce the dependency. And also just, um, even though, you know, coffee definitely has its benefits, but everything in, in moderation, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think also just these other benefits that cacao might have, right? How it, it does help toward um, boosting morale, boosting mood. Um, so it could be, those could be enticing reasons for somebody to want to switch. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I hope that answers, I, again, I don't want to give information that it may not even be true, right? But I think mm -hmm. it really comes down to a person's choice and their own body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And like, in, in the end, it's a matter of having them do their research to compare and contrast, which has the benefits for them health-wise and mentally too so yeah yeah do you have anything else you would like to add for um cacao in general its benefits um do you have any like any message that you would like to spread for cacao itself besides treat it properly with respect um i would say i guess if, if there's some curiosity around it and I would definitely recommend to read up and understand more and even learn more about how it's been used ceremonially uh, for for so long. 
and just the origin behind it and how it it has been part of many traditions. Um, so yeah, to learn the history and uh, and, and if there's that curiosity to to be open minded, definitely, and, and to uh, find a facilitator that if you want to do it ceremonially, uh, that could be a good fit and to understand it more from that perspective. Now, if you just want to add it, you know, into your daily life, then definitely doing that, do your due diligence just to make sure that it's something that will be good for you. Or if you have to check like with a doctor or nutritionist or what have you. Um, But I can speak for myself, right? And, And say that it has most certainly helped me a lot. And I have a lot of gratitude and appreciation and respect for that plant. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I like what I heard. So yes, <laughs> it is. It is really a good message. I think I might want to try a a ceremony as well, or just participate in it, just to see. Because I am curious, just to know, and I, I wouldn't mind doing that just for the sake of um, helping myself with improving my um, my mental health, my health in general, that that kind of thing. So I, I wouldn't mind. Awesome. Well, definitely. Uh, I look forward to hearing how it can potentially help you, Ashley. And yeah, I look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Now, this concludes this episode. So before we do go, where would people find you for LYF and maybe even for your your social media handles if you would like to provide? Sure. Well, for LYF, we're on everything. <laughs> um, and our handle is the LY Foundation. So Instagram, Facebook, anybody uses that still. Uh, we do have a Twitter, but we're not as active there. We're most active on Instagram. And then we are on TikTok now as well with the same handle, the LY Foundation. And then, of okay. course, our website is uh, the lyfoundation.org. And then for me personally, I'm actually going to be launching my own website very soon, but I'll just give my Instagram for now. And mine is LYF with Monica, Life with Monica. Sounds really good. Thank you. And for us, if you would like to find us, we are on Instagram at Unqualified Culinary Critics and then for Twitter. And I'm going to spell this correctly because I've been aware that I've been spelling it wrong. It's U-N-Q-C-U-L-C-R-I-T. So again, that's U-N-Q-C-U-L-C-R-I-T. Thank you so much, Monica, for coming on and talking about the Love Yourself Foundation and just talking about the benefits of cacao. On behalf of Victoria, Sierra, and myself, we really do appreciate it. And we look forward to having you back on in the future just to keep the conversation going alongside cacao, but what other things as well. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the invitation. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, everybody. Take care. Stay safe and please stay healthy.